0: Time for rolling.
1: ...the right targets. That is one trade. T-tigers is, T-Tigers is still pretty healthy. Tries to jump in. He finds one. This is a big turnaround for Liberation X. They might get the third. They might find an ace here. On to Lost boytov Surry strike. It's not oh! that it goes down. He might go for he He's gonna get one. He's
2: gonna get two. Lost boytov oh! boy Top, he does it! He gets the two versus one turnaround under the turret! He lives This man too. is a god! That, god that was... Welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, the weekly podcast that brings you Vainglory Esports. From predictions to recaps and analysis, we present to you the best in professional Vainglory. Now, here's your hosts, Inglis and Crude Sloth. It's time for rolling.
0: Hey, how's it going everyone? It's Endless here. Before we get into today's show, uh, I'm going to tell you about some sponsors and friends of ours over here at Time for Rolling Esports, really great people. Uh the first group I want to talk about is Mobile Esports. This company is a company that focuses on all thing mobile gaming. They run community events, they run tournaments. All based around mobile titles like Critical Ops, Clash Royale, and of course, Vainglory. They are just now starting to get into Vanglory. This will be their first tournament on December 9th. It's going to be a small tournament on that Saturday. Um, it's going to be a fun time. We're really excited to get mobile esports uh, more involved in Vanglory, uh, as I personally believe Vanglory is one of the biggest uh, mobile titles out there. So uh, you know, make sure you can follow them on Twitter you know, at esports underscore mobile, or you can go to their webpage, mobileesports.org. Uh, you can check out their webpage. they have a lot of great things there. Um, they're just a really great company and I cannot wait to get them more involved in Vanglory. Of course, on their website you can find their other tournaments if you are interested in, like Critical Ops, Clash Royale, uh, those type of titles. Uh, you know, they'll be expanding to other games as well once more, uh, great mobile titles like maybe, you know, Rules of Survival. Uh, I know a lot of, uh, a lot of the Vanglory community right now is playing that game. Uh, another great friend of ours here at Time for Learning Esports is uh, the North American Champions League. Uh, you know, the NACL is one of the best tournaments in uh, the Bangalore community right now, run by some great people. You know, this league has been, you know, running for multiple seasons. It has given teams like, of course, Vision Gaming the chance to get their start, you know, to get some attention and uh, a place for them to try to reach that Bangalore 8. So, of course, if you have a team that you think uh, can compete well, maybe uh, go ahead and uh, follow them at NA champ League and also you can subscribe to their YouTube and twitch keep up with them there and maybe you can sign up your team in the, in the future tournaments that will be happening. So uh, NA champ League really excited also to be doing a lot of things with them. Uh, that is all we have when it comes to sponsors and friends. Uh, this episode is going to be awesome fun time a lot of great conversation. Hey, how's it going guys? Welcome to Time for Rolling East It's episode 60. We have reached 60. Uh, I feel like it was not long ago that we were at uh, episode 50, but we've, we've sped through 10 episodes. I'm joined with my co-host, as always, Crude Sloth.
1: What's up, man? Yeah, it's going by really quick. We're going to be at 100 before you even know it.
0: Oh, dude! 100s gonna be 100s gonna be crazy. Definitely five v five coming. Um, so this episode, guys, I cannot. I'm so excited to bring to you these episode. We're gonna do a mini series for the, the few weeks leading up uh, to Worlds. We have teamed up with uh, VG Pro for uh, this mini series. We're gonna showcase some uh, fantastic community members uh, in the Vanglory world. We're gonna talk about their picks. We're gonna release their bracket on our page. You're gonna see a lot of different community members uh, picks. Maybe uh, some troll picks, maybe some uh some certain teams the some of these people are cheering for. So we're really thankful to have uh you know, Forever and VG Pro on board with this mini series. But our first guest, I've been waiting forever to talk to this man. Drum roll, uh, please. You know, it's been a long time coming. But you know, we have the analyst from Echo Fox Brutal Turtle. How's it going? Let's go. Let's I've go. <laughs> <up>. Wait, wait. <laughs> It's a radio, but uh, are you dabbing right now? I don't know. People can't see. I you dab. am indeed.
2: I am indeed. They just have to know it in their soul, right? I hope you can feel it. <laughs> I give you a really nice dab right there.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> he is. Uh, he's known as a dab master on like social media and everything. I don't know. Did that start at your guys' little meetups you do in Toronto? I'm assuming.
2: Uh well, I guess the first major dab video that we put out. I definitely did quite a bit of dabbing in my past uh, <laughs> throughout all my teams that I was on. Uh, I was quoted easily through the term dab. Uh, even though they couldn't see me, they could really feel the energy surging through the Discord oh, right, uh, yes. whenever I hit that dab after I kill. you know, And I'd vocalize it too, so they, they were on the same page. Uh, but yeah, uh, LA, that was when I hit that, that big dab with Max Green. Oh, uh, that was a nice clip right there. <laughs> and then... From there on out, I think that that's where I became the dab king of EG. All
0: right, all right, fair enough. Dab King, he's got a lot of other great things under his under his belt. He's been in the Vanglori community for a long time, but uh, we are here specifically to be talking about uh, Vanglori Worlds. This is our second Worlds um, last year. You know, 2016 was a was a big time for Vanglori. The Worlds was exciting, but I think this year Worlds is gonna is gonna be insane. It's gonna it's over gonna oversee the hype from uh, 2016. Uh, how excited are you for five or not five v five? Let's not talk about that yet. About Worlds.
2: I'm super, super excited. I loved watching Worlds last year, and I'm looking forward to staying up late and watching it this year
0: <laughs> right <laughs> uh, so let's get right into it. some of this discussion we'll uh go through your groups uh proceed on to the next rounds, Maybe we talk about you know a little speculation about if we had to pick some teams to be the underdog uh, maybe who would make a late run. We'll get into all that later, but uh, group a, let's start with it right away uh obviously we um you know we saw the group drawings. Cloud9, uh, let me read the group A real quick. Cloud9, Elite 8, and Red Candice, which is technically now, uh, pan- what is it? Is it?
2: I think it's Pain Gaming or Team Pain.
0: Pain, there you go. Yeah. So they, yeah, they have acquired Red Candice since then. So uh, a new team has acquired. Obviously, the last team that was acquired right before Worlds was, uh, you know, Phoenix, Armada, and they won. So who knows? That could be, that could continue. <laughs> that would be quite the upset. That would be quite the upset. <laughs> but yeah, Group A was kind of seen as this easy, probably the easiest, quote unquote, easiest group in, uh, out of all the four groups. Um, I don't know if you want to go ahead and pick who your top two are, who's going to make it on, and what your what your thoughts of Group A are.
2: Yeah, I think Cloud9 is going to have no problem taking this group as number one. I just think that they're a stellar team and they have a good chance of going all the way. Uh, with Worlds and taking the championship. Uh, as for second place, I think this is where the tough choice is. I don't know a whole lot about Elite Eight. Uh, I know a little bit about Red Cannons. Uh, I don't think that Red Cannons will beat Elite Eight, uh, but there definitely is that that potential. Right. Uh, it's hard to say, as I; those teams are very unknown, uh, I guess to me as an NA player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen a few clips here and there. Uh, they're definitely both... Have a lot of potential going into this, and it'll be really cool to see that matchup.
0: All right, so Group A, kind of, kind of the easier group. Group B, you know, not too, not too crazy yet. Uh, so let's 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 talk about Group B real quick. Detonation, G Two Esports, Team Kraken. Uh, how how you feel about Group B?
2: I definitely think top two are going to be Detonation and G Two without a doubt. Yep. Uh, I wasn't actually expecting Team Kraken to make it in uh, from China, but them uh last worlds china didn't perform too hot so i don't really have very high expectations for them as a region but it will be cool to see uh how team kraken performs against these two powerhouses i think g2 is a very strong team and i I also think detonation is a really strong team uh but i'm gonna give the edge to detonation here uh i think ea is a fantastic region and detonation has been killing it over there uh so i think they'll they'll come with that number one spot in group b
0: is, is EU as quote-unquote easy that we've seen them in the past? Or do you think that this EU team that is representing the full region is, is the best chance they have?
2: I actually think EU has improved and closed the gap a lot over the past year. But I still don't think that they're quite at the level uh, of NA. Uh, I definitely think G2 has a lot of potential. Uh, it just depends on their execution uh, at the live event. Uh, a lot of a
0: lot of people were split between SK and G2 coming in that last weekend. Were you uh, yeah, team SK yeah. or team G2? I'll be
2: honest, I was team SK. All right, uh, fair but I do think G2 is a very strong team, and they earned that that spot.
0: Uh, it's just, it's
1: crazy that you only has one team in there. Like it is, I, I, it really. I, I don't is. know. I, uh,
2: hopefully, we'll see more next uh, next worlds. <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah. I guess that's the whole downfall of having the unify. They're trying to—I uh, don't know. They're basically pushing out EU. They want the—I get that because they want the best teams at Worlds, but still having one EU sure. team is kind of crazy.
2: Yeah. Well, at least there's a good chance of them making it out of this this group. Right. Uh, that'll be a big, big jump for EU.
0: So yeah, Group C, we got
1: Rox Armada Tribe and. Imp- Putney, uh, you know, this is going to be a pretty strong group here, I feel like. Brutal Turtle, what's your thoughts on Group C?
2: I think that it'll really come down to those number two, one and two spots between Tribe and Rocks. I don't know who will take each spot, uh, respectively. Uh, I kind of am sticking with my NA roots, and I want to say Tribe's going to come on top. Uh, Rocks hasn't had the, the best past uh, over, over the course of the year uh, with losing Willie. Uh, but it'll be really interesting to see how they perform on stage. Uh, they may come in very energized uh, after such a successful performance at the last Worlds. Uh, but Tribe, on the other hand, they've they've been a powerhouse in NA. They're really uh, on the rise and they're killing it right now. You've got Zeo with his live, live event buff uh, coming into play. Uh, I think it'll be really cool to watch. Uh, Impunity, on the other hand, I don't really think they stand a whole lot of a chance against these two powerhouses. But if they manage to pull off an upset, that'll be huge. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um,
0: yeah. I like, okay. So group C and group D, obviously group D was kind of deemed the the quote unquote group of death, but a lot of people were kind of fighting for group C as well. Do you think group C is going to be just as competitive as group D? I really think that
2: group C will. Yeah, I agree. Uh, in yeah. terms of group D, I, I think that the top two are pretty well set. Uh, I think for the majority of the brackets, uh, you can even say all four. The top two are pretty easy to guess, uh, right. except for the order. The order isn't. Uh, I feel like there's always two teams here that stand out in each of the brackets uh, opposed to the third. So I guess it's hard to, to really qualify one of them as the death group.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: The big factor will be is like, you know, like what with, with Druid as far as rocks to, to see how, how strong that team is coming out and for see sure, if for they sure. actually. Actually, if they can, you know, kind of make it seem like that that may be the group of, group of death there. But Definitely. We'll have to see how they perform. But yeah, like uh, like Emma said, Group D, we got Ace Gaming, Team Solo Mid, and Hunters uh, rounding out the final group. Uh, what are your thoughts
2: on this Group D then? I think this will be one of my favorite groups to watch. Uh, TSM and Ace, uh, that's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, we had the Mobile Masters where TSM did go against Ace and beat them. Uh, Ace did just make a big roster change uh, by getting rid of SOsa uh, with him retiring, uh, which is really unfortunate because I feel like he was the powerhouse of Ace. He was that star player, uh, the glue of the team that kept him alive. Uh, you can see his gorgeous plays all over Twitter. Uh, even watching him at, at Mobile Masters was was really a treat. just his his composure and his posture while he played. it was nothing like I've ever seen before. He was just so poised and prepared for almost anything. Uh, in those fighting situations. So here I'm going to give the edge to TSM. Hunters, I don't think they're uh, really that much of a contender here, uh, but I'd love to see, uh, see them come in as an underdog and pull something off. It's definitely possible now that Ace has changed up their roster. Uh, I don't know how strong they're going to be coming into this, but I'm sure that with some good practice, they'll be able to hopefully replace Sosa uh, and come in strong uh, when they hit Worlds. So I'm definitely giving number one to TSM here, uh, number two to Ace, and three to Hunters.
0: Yeah, that's something we'll probably talk about later on is the whole, it seems like the EA rosters, they've all been changing recently, but we've seen NA kind of stick to their same roster. So maybe later on we'll discuss whether that's a a big advantage for uh, NA or if maybe uh, that's not really going to affect EA at all. Maybe they'll still perform just as well. But that was... Uh, The group stages, um, if we review one more time, just make sure everyone remembers, uh, Group A was uh, Cloud 9, Elite 8, Detonation, and G2 for Group B. Group C, he has Tribe and Rocks. Group D is uh, Team Solo, Mid, and Ace. Um, So uh, I think I said Group B backwards, did I? Detonation, G2? No, you're right. You're right. No, yeah, you're right. So those are his people the teams moving on uh we will move on in the the bracket here go on to match one which is going to be cloud nine versus ace uh na versus uh ea ace is coming out of the team solo uh team solo mids bracket so that's a they've already gone through some strong matchups cloud nine of course quote unquote had easier group play is cloud nine gonna be ready for this first maybe real
2: competition See, that, that's definitely a good point that you bring up there. Uh, is Ace, they're definitely going to have to pour their sweat and tears into that first group stage where Cloud9, uh, they're not going to have to bring their top level of play. Uh, so hopefully they are prepared for this. I'm giving the edge to Cloud9 here, as I do think that they are a fantastic team who definitely has a major shot at winning this whole thing. Uh, well, Ace, there's a lot of uncertainty with them coming into this tournament uh, with the, the big roster change. Uh, I think Ace, if it was the full team during their prime, uh, it'd be a complete split, 50 50 split. Uh, but I'm definitely giving the edge here to Cloud Nine,
0: yeah. Uh, I think I think that's the best chance. Just you know, Cloud Nine, two unified champions, you know, they're coming into worlds as probably I would say the favorites. You know, it's their tournament to lose. A lot of people think it's their tournament to lose, so uh, that'll be a good first match for them, I think. Match two. Is Tribe versus G2, NA versus EU? Uh, You know, we've seen this quite often. Maybe not as big of a a decision to be made here in this match, too.
2: Yeah, we've seen a lot of NA versus EU. If G2 wins this, that'll be a a pretty crazy upset. Uh, And it'll spark definitely a big battle between the regions once again on Twitter. Uh, But uh, I definitely give the edge here to Tribe. Uh, Without a doubt, I'm a huge Tribe fan. I think T Tigers is an incredible jungler. Uh, he puts so much into his jungling and his mechanics uh, that I think that once he he's paired up with Zio, who's another powerhouse at these live events, uh, and, and Max there to support them, I don't think there's anything that can really stop them, uh, especially not G2. Uh, G2 is a fantastic team, don't get me wrong, but I don't think they're uh, quite at the level of tribe.
1: Yeah, I I agree with what you're saying. I don't think that tribe, or I don't think that G two will be able to handle uh, Zeo's live live buff. You know That's that scarf. Stage.
0: If he plays that scarf, he always plays scarf at live events for some reason, <laughs> <laughs> and it's always so OP. It's always OP. You're very right on that. But if we go back, was it summer when Tribe was Immortals and the first time an NA team lost was G2? G2 beat Immortals when it was like Sweet J had a sub in and it was like all this chaos for Immortals. That, yeah, he was a right. whole different team. Yeah, that was a whole different team. But last time, G2 was the one team to take down the NA team. If we, uh, you're you're right. You're right. So who knows? Who knows? But yeah, I think Tribe is the probably the the, the good answer there. Uh, we'll have to see if G two comes out swinging. Dark Potato Hondur, Uh as a great jungle and lane duo, just as T Tigers and um, you know Denzio maybe. Uh, so match three is Detonation versus Rox Armada. Uh, EA versus EA. Detonation's more of that the Japan region there, but both EA technically. Uh, this is going to be, a, I think this will be a good matchup. This will really show. I think it'll be
2: an excellent
0: matchup. I totally agree. Yeah, it's going to show which EA team is most dominant, I feel like.
2: Yeah, so here, uh, this is a really tough, tough matchup. And I genuinely believe it could go either way. In the past, Detonation has been extremely successful in the EA region over the course of this year. But I do think Rocks will come in with a certain advantage through having this experience under their belt from winning The Last Worlds. So I actually gave the edge to Rocks. I'm a pretty big fan of the team, and I'd like to see them come out with some success this season again uh, at Worlds. Uh, As for who's actually going to win, that's a very, very tough uh, prediction to be making. Uh, But I am going to give my choice is at least Rocks Armada.
0: So, so you it's think, you think Drew, it's definitely healthy. He's going to be back with the team. You know, it's just been a lot of questions around him and whether or not Ross is going to come out swinging like
2: full force. I really hope that they bring it their all. And I think that they have everything on the line here. Uh, so they will bring it their top, their A game. But at the same time, Detonation is going to be aiming to do the same. So it's it's tough to say what's right. going to happen at the end of the day.
1: All right, so for our final quarter finals matchup we got you you have you'll have team solo mid against elite eight obviously uh team solo mid being that powerhouse up against that elite eight that we might not know much as as much about but uh i believe you have team solo mid going on from this one correct
2: i do i do uh if elite eight wins this that's uh that's a huge <laughs> upset that's an yeah. uh, unbelievable upset so i definitely uh counting on tsm to win that matchup i just think that they're the better team overall uh, yeah, um, you know,
0: Team Silla definitely has a lot to prove. This world's, they've uh, kind of fell short every live event we have. And it's time that they, uh, you know, maybe be like that Cloud Nine team who comes out and absolutely dominates. Um, but your semifinals here, crude. Uh, why don't you go with this match one for semifinal?
1: So, semifinals, you got Cloud Nine going up against Tribe. We got NA versus NA, which I do believe you brought every single NA team into the semis so far. So, I did, I'm interested I did. in. This- <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to see how you're going to decide which NA team gets to go make it. But so first up, you got Cloud9 against Tribe. What what do you got here?
2: So I give the edge here to Cloud9, but I do think that this uh, matchup as well can go either way. Tribe has been very, very hot lately. And with that live final buff on Zeo uh, it's really hard to say who's going to be winning this. I'm sure if Tribe does take this series, they have a very good chance of winning the whole thing. Uh... I actually think that the, whoever wins this match one uh, is going to be the people to, the the team that takes it all home. Uh, Cloud Nine ah, they're ooh. they're consistent. Uh, they they've done fantastic at every live event. Uh, they play extremely clean. I think that uh, Joseph is one of the few junglers who can uh, can beat Tigers uh, on a semi consistent basis. But Tigers always is he, he brings something new to the table, and if they come up with some new rotations. Uh, anything is possible, but I'm going to give the edge to cloud nine for this matchup.
0: I think if we see this matchup cloud nine versus tribe, that may be one of the best series we see all the world, just because those two teams for the most part, don't disappoint when they're on those live stages. And you know, it's that's going to be a true battle of NA, not just, you know, back. We obviously watch every weekend through the splits, you know, NA all the time. We see these teams match up, but this is a whole different thing. This is a whole different story, a whole totally different is. level. Totally is. You know, there's there's so much on the line for these teams. The pressure, which player may break under the pressure, or you know the the comps and heroes we may see. Which we'll talk about that towards the end of the podcast. Uh, but we never know what they're going to pull out. Um, but uh, for match two, I need to pause. We're going to wait because sorry, there's an ambulance going by my house. so we have to wait for that to go yep. by. <laughs> I can hear that. Yeah, I know it's really annoying. <laughs> That's what happens when you live right next to the street, and your house is built with cardboard walls. Clearly. <laughs> All right. All right. So then, going over to match two, then Rocks Armada versus Team Solomid. You know, this isn't a complete rematch of these teams we've seen in past history. Uh, a little different on the Rocks and Team Solomid. They've stuck through. Uh, as has the same squad. They've been together for a long time um this one will be
2: interesting i'm I'm interested to hear what you have about this one so i really think tsm is going to come out on top of this series and the reason for that is over the past year tsm has invested a lot of resources into researching rocks and analyzing their gameplay to figure out how to bring that to the na meta how to optimize their rotations based off of what rocks was doing at the past worlds uh they did not let that loss go uh easy uh, so they're going to come back uh, fired with passion to try and take this series uh, and show Rocks who the better team is. Uh, they're going to be ready to counter-rotate, uh, counter-draft. Uh, and overall, I just think TSM right now is the better team, especially at, at live tournaments. They they know how to really give it their all. I think Mobile Masters was a testament to that uh, when they completely demolished that tournament. Uh, yeah. So it would be nice to see them see them on fire again. Uh here in the semifinals
0: that's the mobile masters is the one thing that's really keeping my hopes up for tsm just because of you know they really went into that put a lot of preparation and they kind of just really dominated anyone that got in their way so we'll see if that carries over to worlds but
2: um yeah that was pretty incredible uh their momentum and their ability to keep that up that's i think that's something that only comes with being with having a roster together for so long and just understand how to avoid tilt-based situations. Uh, a lot of teams after a long period of games, uh, win or loss just tend to tend to, to shift towards the loss side, either continue losing or, or drop their win streak from one loss and tilt from there. But TSM, they just have this fantastic team dynamic going for them, and I really think that they're a powerhouse uh, right now, and they're going to be a powerhouse at Worlds.
0: Yeah, the one thing I'm worried about is just that since TSM has the harder group than Cloud Nine, I'm worried that TSM is gonna to have to pull out some of their secret, you know, those quote unquote teams hold on to comps as late as possible. You're right. their, you know, and I'm just afraid Cloud 9 is just gonna be able to pick normal picks and kind of breeze through their their group and not to worry about getting too fancy. And I'm I'm worried if, if TSM finds himself into trouble in their group, they're gonna to to be pulling out a lot more comps, a lot more of their secrets that we may have to they may have to regroup later on. So I don't know it's or it could be a good thing. maybe that they get the hard competition out of the way and they they start out strong and like you said that momentum they'll carry
2: on and maybe win seven in a row or whatever it would be in this series for sure for sure. yeah, I definitely coming from an analyst perspective, uh, when a team reveals something in a draft, it it reveals a lot in terms of their thought process and why their' their decision making throughout the draft. a lot of teams tend to stick to certain draft patterns. Uh, But I think the cool thing about C9 and TSM, uh, seeing as they have designated analysts, they do come with a lot prepared uh, so that they can change that up. And with large hero pools, uh, there's definitely going to be a lot of creativity going into these drafts. This will be really cool to see uh, going into the finals at C9 TSM matchup.
1: Yes, you have the top dogs of the NA in the finals. Uh, I love this because obviously NA will be bringing, if your picks are correct, NA will be bringing the, the trophy back home. So uh, I guess break this one down a little bit and why you you obviously have stated that, you know, Cloud Nine is, is your team to win. So I guess kind of break down why you're going to have C9 win. What, what, what advantages do they have over TSM?
2: See, I think C9 is just the more consistent team currently. Uh, they've consistently been dominant, number one, uh, over the past couple seasons uh TSM on the other hand is once they get the momentum uh and at these live events once they've they've just got everything invested these like heavy heavy matchups with a lot to lose uh they always do give it their all so honestly this was probably the toughest des- decision I had to make throughout my whole bracket uh, was who's gonna win this matchup it's very very hard to determine something like this as I do think that they both have the potential to to play a perfect match of Inglory. Uh, without any mistakes it's really going to come down to who makes the first mistake if any uh i actually think these are gonna be some 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 of the longest-spin glory matches we'll ever see (laughs) just because the teams they're not going to give anything up uh i just like cloud nine consistently they've been able to take these final series uh looking back at unified and i kind of want to give them the edge through that but TSM, if they make it this far and they have the the momentum built up, they definitely have a very good chance of taking the whole thing home. Uh, personally, as a C9 fan, I'm going to give the edge to Cloud9. Uh, shout out to C9 Ian. Uh, Ian's been a very nice guy. He's supported me a lot over the past uh, few seasons uh, and guided me. Uh, so I definitely giving them the edge uh, due to my my roots, <laughs> and my fan my fanship for C9. In the organization as well as the, the players uh, but with that being said TSM has just as good of a shot of winning this and I think it'll be fantastic to see if it comes down to this
1: so you, you, do you think it's coming down to the final game you think it's going all the way
2: I do I really do is it best uh, of seven or best of five I don't know I or... assume it's a best of five but if right. it's a best of seven that would be that'd be quite the treat even better that would be <laughs> quite the endurance matchup yeah, I guess best of seven would be a lot. <laughs> it could be a best of seven. That'd be really cool to watch.
0: <laughs> All right, so Cloud9 is his uh, champion. Either way, uh, he he wants that trophy coming back to NA, but he's going he's gonna to stick with his roots, root for Cloud9. I'm going to take you back real quick. I'm going to put you on the spot. Let's go to group. Uh, I'm going to leave group A out of it because that's the easy way out for you. I think Elite A and Red uh, Canvas are pain or whatever they are like that's that's uh those will switch off and on for second and third but i want to hear out of your group b c and d team kraken impunity and hunters which team of those would be maybe an underdog team uh that would maybe you know knock out one of those quote unquote confirmed second spot teams
2: i think that the only hope comes through team kraken i don't okay. know much about them as a team but i just think that based on their bracket they're yeah, yeah. the only ones that that are really capable of taking another team's spot. Uh, I think it would be quite funny if G2 didn't make it past the group <laughs> stages. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to give Team Kraken the edge there. Uh, in terms of some underdog coming through, uh, I don't know if I'd necessarily say they're the best out of those three teams, but they definitely have the best chance at beating out one of the one or two uh, contenders and switching spots with them. All right. yeah
1: there's no way that there's no way that hunters is taking down tsm or ace and there's no way that impunity is taking down tribe or rocks i exactly. agree with
0: that yeah that's that's probably the best answer on the on the table unless you go with the, the group a situation where i feel like one is confirmed and two and three will be kind of a toss-up but uh um, when we when we look ahead towards worlds obviously in the past history of worlds that's when kind of new things are thrown out there meta wise uh you know, the Kashka in 2016 from Rocks, that was kind of determined as the best pick. And, you know, going into each live event, sometimes heroes are just pulled out that people didn't really prepare for, and they have become OP. Uh, So as the analyst, as anything you've seen for 2.10, because we will be on 2.10 for Worlds, is there any heroes that you think that a lot of people are, you know, keeping low-key, but are going to be really strong going into Worlds that you would like to see?
2: There's two heroes, I think, that are really going to be coming out uh, is Lorelai and Churnwalker. We haven't seen a whole lot of them, uh, but I do think that they're very, very strong picks, especially when executed with a well-coordinated team. Some of the combos and compositions that are going to be able to to come out through using those heroes are going to be pretty insane. We're going to see Lorelai-based buff comps uh, using her barrier to keep uh, heroes alive, such as Blackfeather, maybe even some Grumshaw. Uh, I think it'll be really cool Ooh. to see how the meta evolves uh, over the course of Worlds is what it starts off with in the group stages isn't going to be what it ends with in the finals. Uh, I think that's the beauty of Worlds. It really breaks down uh, a meta that you think you understand and devolves it into a whole other tier uh, of of picks and heroes that start to come out. Uh, I may say that I know the meta right now, but by the end of Worlds, people are going to decisively choose a, a whole other meta to go right. with. Uh, but I think it'll be really cool. I there's very very good chance that we'll see all the heroes pulled out. I'm sure we'll even see some saw here. Oh yeah, I mean, I think maybe it'll be... Flicker. Flicker was big last uh, last world, I think. So, see if a team's was... gonna pull out Flicker, I'm gonna give. I, I'm gonna guess it's TSM. Right. I think TSM. <laughs> yeah. uh, they have a lot of good Flicker comps uh, that I know that they can execute. I know Flash is a good Flicker, uh, so I, I I'd love to see him pulling out that flicker at worlds
0: all right so let's look towards the future um the future is i would say bright exciting 5v5 the showcase match will be right before the grand finals i believe uh, do you have anything you would like to say talk about when it comes to the 5v5 release anything maybe you're most excited about specifically
2: well i have played the 5v5 uh on pve and uh it is spectacular. So I'm very, very excited for it to hit the public, and I really want to see what it does in the competitive scene. I think it'll be a really cool opportunity to to grow our the competitive scene that we have currently. It'd be nice to see new organizations jumping in, see new players make it into the pro scene, uh, and see what some of the top teams can pull off, adding a few new members, and how quickly we're able to adapt to that new 5v5 meta. Uh, it's a whole new world of mystery for us to explore. But I think it'll be really cool as a community going through that. Uh, so definitely a lot of hype around it, uh, and it's much-deserved hype. Uh, I, I honestly can't wait to get back into VG and playing all the time once it hits, even though I've got a lot of schoolwork to get done. I'm definitely going to be making time to, to fit in those 5v5 games.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, 5v5 is going to be uh, pretty awesome. Uh, future for you, though, uh, Echo Fox. Um, excited to see maybe them come back through you know, once 5v5. I guess there's a lot of questions still. There's really not much... Uh, to talk about until we find out when five v five starts and you know how teams will adjust to that. But uh, at the time recording this, you are with uh, Ec- are with Echo Fox. So uh, I guess yes, sir. Good good luck in the future with Echo Fox. Um, Thank you very much. I think that's all we have. Thank you so much for coming on this this the episode. It's really fun hearing your picks. Really uh, fun hearing yeah. who you're who you're rooting for. If you would like to, real quick, uh, shout out your own Twitter, maybe where people can follow you and keep up with all the
2: all the crazy stuff you do. Yeah, hit me up on Twitter at Brutal Turtle VG. My DMs are open. Uh, if you ever <laughs> just want to talk, slide in. We can have a chat. I'm very friendly. Uh, I don't bite usually. Uh, so yeah <laughs> definitely definitely coming and hit me up sometime. Uh, I'd love to talk about anything Dinklore related. All right, we really pre- appreciate uh you coming on. Uh, have a
0: good rest of your day, man.
2: Thank you very much for having me. It, it was an yeah. honor to finally be on the show.
0: Yes, you need uh, we appreciate this, it. This this needs to happen more. I know your schedule is insane uh, being a college kid. Uh, I I understand. The, the the pressure of school and tests and all that stuff but we got to get you on more to maybe talk about more esports in the future
2: i definitely would love to be back all
0: right we'll talk to you later
2: okay see ya. thank you
0: i hope you guys enjoyed this episode it was brought to you by vgpro.gg uh that is one of the best API statistical websites uh, Vangler has to offer. You are a pro, a casual member. They host all your stats and statistics when it comes to your post-game history, all the matches you play, casual, ranked, blitz it gives you breakdowns of your victories your losses help make you a better player of course right now the bracket challenge is going on make sure you sign up get a chance to win some great prizes if you pick enough of the correct teams maybe pick the winner Uh, but that's all we have for this episode thanks again Thanks for tuning in to Time for Rolling.
2: If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play
1: Music and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Twitter at Time
2: for Rolling and at TFR underscore esports. Until next week for another edition
0: of Time for Rolling.